This is Paul Nobles from Eat to Perform, and I am sitting here with the lovely Sarah Kumar. Sarah, do you want to say hello to everyone? Hello to everyone. Happy Friday. So basically today, what we're going to do, this is pretty much something that we do every year. And it's really kind of a great way for people to get ready for the holidays. And so uh, we're going to go ahead and... and and touch up on that idea but um, in terms of kind of the general things going on last week anything interesting coming up in your world because I just kind of want to jump on in Sarah oh yeah no just you know holiday time it's crazy time like every weekend this weekend we have Stevie has um, opening night for Shakespeare tonight um, just yeah every weekend's crazy town from right now on Gotcha. All right, so let's just jump right in because I wrote an article this week that really talked about, you know, strategies that you would want to use. And obviously with Eat to Perform, we, we believe that, you know, um, being active is going to be one piece. So I'm going to walk people through my day and then Sarah can give you some of the strategies that she has. One thing yeah. that I, I didn't talk about in the article that I want to bring up first is alcohol. Because alcohol metabolizes similar to fat in the bloodstream. And so when you look at the effect of alcohol, if you let that go a little bit too much, you're going to be dealing with that for days to come, right? And then when Absolutely. we look yeah, and yeah. then and then when we look at that. And juxtapose it on the fact that your sodium is higher, your um, your intake is higher. A lot of times people think that their volume being more is going to be something that counts vastly against them. And that's just really not true. The volume we can manage. It's, it's the hyper sodium levels because obviously you're going to be eating a lot more gravy, a lot more oh, stuffing, yeah. you know, a lot more processed food than you might normally eat, right? So we'll talk a little bit about using that. But, but in terms of alcohol, you know, it's, it, you know, obviously everything in moderation, but your weight is going to be up, right? Right. Um, Definitely. My weight is up a couple of days after I have, you know, if I have like a girl's night with a couple of glasses of wine. Yeah. So, so the other, the other piece I guess I should start with is really the goal of the holidays, right? So the goal of the holidays is basically just to stay even. You know, if yeah. you're trying to lose weight during the holidays, you're sort of missing it, I think. And I think you know, you're setting up this expectation that that's wrong. You know, um, the other yeah, thing that I, I think the other thing that I think is wrong. Um, and let me let me pull Sarah up here because um, she's wanting to talk and I'm not giving her a chance to talk. But the other thing that I think <laughs> is wrong is to go out on Saturday and really do it up, and then your weight's up five to six pounds. And then you just starve yourself for the rest of the week, right? Oh, yeah. I think part of the reason why people do it up on Saturday is because they starve themselves. So let's talk a little bit about what's happening when you starve yourself throughout the week. What's basically happening at that point 
is that you're compromising your metabolism. So is it best to take on a big sodium load? Is it best to take on you know, all these different things that you would not normally eat when your metabolism is compromised? The answer is no, and that's probably the quickest way to gain eight to 10 pounds during the holidays, right? And so I would say that the majority of people that gain a lot of weight during the holidays do so because the first week they try to keep it way too under control. The second week they have still a little bit of willpower. And then on the third, fourth, and fifth week, it's all hell breaks loose because the scale is up and they're like, well, I'll just deal with it after the holidays. And then they're up 10 to 15 pounds, right? So now yeah. the good majority of that is going to be the effects of alcohol. It's going to be the effects of, of sodium. You know, um, but the problem that you run into, we, we actually see this a lot in Eat Perform Land, where when we bring somebody's calories down, they don't adjust their sodium. So they end up eating a lot of processed foods. And if you think that you can right. chipotle your way through a dieting cycle, you're probably right. wrong, right? So um, some other options that you can use is, you know, like one of the tricks that I'll use a lot of times if I'm in a restaurant and I'm trying to be a little bit more conscious of sodium, you know, let's say that, you know, I mean, first of all, anybody that knows me knows that I eat a fair amount of Chipotle, but that's <laughs> going to be around times where I'm working out around times where my activity is a little bit higher. And I think people have a hard time differentiating those goals, right? So when they look at their weight being up, they think, I don't want my weight being up. I want my weight being down. Part of the reason why your weight goes up is because you want your weight to be down all the time, you know? So, right. <laughs> so, so the goal, the goal, you know, and really a sign of a healthy metabolism is that normal fluctuation. So if you do need help, um, you know, we are briefly opening up you know, some of the um, free trials for Thanksgiving. So look at the, look for that on Thanksgiving Day. We honestly can't take on that many people. Um, we are we are really pre preparing in a big way for the first of the year where we kind of expect uh, things to, to go pretty nuts and eat. Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we, we didn't really plan on taking anybody, but you know, we're seeing a lot of need, you know, where people saying, hey, my friends, my family, you know, those guys all want a little bit of help during the holidays. So we are going to open things up for a short period of time. If you're, um, you know, if you're on the list, you'll get an email. Um, if you're not on the list, you should probably get on the list. The people on the list are pretty much guaranteed to make it everyone else is going to be a little bit difficult. Um, right. So let's see. Natasha's saying I haven't gotten your blog post by email. I'm worried I won't get the notice to sign up. We, we don't really bombard people with, um, you know, what I would consider to be spammy. Uh, I w we definitely do need to up our uh, blog post game, but part of the issue that we have is that, uh, you know, we deal with a lot of clients, you know, right. We're, we're literally dealing with, you know, a thousand to 1500 reviews every single day. So that wraps up to about 7,500 reviews a week. 
you know? Right. And so, um, is that right? Yeah. The math. That's right. So, um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about what, what my strategy is. And I'm going to, I'm going to back up first because the, the two things I'm going to talk about first are going to be the activity pieces because I think that that's going to be helpful for people. For me, I do a 5K every Thanksgiving. You know, there's this Turkey Day 5K. It's not, it's not one of these 5Ks where you're looking to crush the time. You know, it's, yeah. it's really kind of a fun thing. Depending on whether I, or not. I always picture every year that you say you have this turkey, this 5K, I always picture like a bunch of turkeys running down the street. Have you ever <laughs> seen my costume? I have a costume. No. <laughs> I have a costume where I dress up like a turkey. Um, oh my god we why have, is that not on for our podcast we we have we have um this is a thanksgiving podcast where's your costume so so I'll, I'll have to send it maybe i'll add the picture to like the comments of uh of the facebook feed but i have yes. like what what do, they, what do they call that like a little gobbler what what what's the yeah little... yeah the go, um gizzard yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's gizzards because gizzards are the things that are inside the turkey. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have one of those things that I tape to my chin. Um, and then we had a tail. Um, we actually haven't worn those in a couple years. My 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 daughters, as they've gotten a little bit older, um, one of the things that we've actually decided the last couple years is to just walk it. So she's saying a gullet. That's what it is. So, oh, so I would have a gullet. I have kind of a natural gullet. You know, I don't know if most people know that, but when you're 50, almost 50 years old, you kind of get a natural gullet. Yeah, I think it comes with age. Yeah. Um, that's why I need to walk around, you know, with my chin out yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing, too, is, is just walk around where you're kind of stretching so you're at the tallest all the time so you look your thinnest. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine, like walking around? You know, you're stretching out, as, or a waddle. That's what it is. That's what I know it is as a waddle. You know, I definitely have a little bit of a waddle action going from the loose skin from where I, I think lost. That you should walk around like that at um, Lifetime at your new gym. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure all the j super jacked uh, bodybuilders would love that. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we do this Turkey Day 5K, you know, uh, there used to be a time where I would be like kind of pushing the issue as it relates to the running because I want to run, but then, right. you know, we're, we're sort of asking two teenage girls to wake up at six o'clock in the morning on Thanksgiving day. Sort of, or like in real life. In real like, life. In real life, that's what we're asking. Girls. Yeah, that's what we're asking them to do. Um, we can't bring our dog because our dog would literally bark at every single person and every single dog. A lot of people can bring their dog because they actually have dogs that aren't the spawn of Satan. Um, you but should put her like in a stroller. My dog is the spawn of Satan. She would, she would, she it would be like the most stressful thing for her ever. You know. Um, so, yeah, I so feel we, like that's me. I so we do. Kira and I are soulmates. Yeah, possibly. Um, so we do that, and we have this 5K, and then um, 
the, the very next day in terms of activity, what I do is really the emphasis of the article that I wrote yesterday. Um, Which was a really good article. Yeah. Um, Stephanie's bringing up the point that, uh, you know, clearly she is the spawn of Satan because she ate my Jimmy John's the other night. Um, that was so funny. That oh, was, it was, was, it, was so it was more funny if you saw it in real life. Right. Oh my God. It's so, so what's funny. interesting about this podcast is everything that that I get criticized for is happening in a million ways. I'm jumping over a million different topics. I can't finish a sentence. Right. <laughs> um, so sorry. It's so, holiday podcast time. It's holiday time. Yeah, this is the fun stuff. So, um, the big idea with the article was that I max out on uh on fridays now there's a lot of things that you could look at i probably won't max out this this friday necessarily um but i will be doing a version like for instance if a good everything hurts workout sets up well like it's day four or day six or something like that i'll probably yeah. just do those where they're kind of more muscle building and kind of using the all that sodium that you're soaking up, all the food. So you're feeling 100%. You slept great. Right. Um, Sarah's having a little bit of audio issues, but um, you're, you're a little pixelated. Um, can you talk for a second? Huh. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, so, okay, so the idea of, you know, what, what, what happens at every gym is that every gym you go into the workout and we're going to be doing an hour and a half wad, you know, and it's like, right. It really sort of misses the value. Now you could do something like that on Saturday or Sunday. And I'll talk a little bit about that also, but really think about when you're going to lift the best, when you're going to lift the strongest, you're going to lift the strongest when you're, when you have good sleep, in you and you have a good amount of food in you so why wouldn't you want to take advantage of you the idea that you can use up this food in one day you know or, or pay the price you're going to ultimately if especially for the drinkers if you're drinking alcohol you're going to be dealing with it for a couple days no matter what right so the more oh, yeah. you can keep that in check the better off you're going to be but I just think you're really missing an opportunity if you don't max out or do a good muscle building type of workout rather than, you know, just trying to kill yourself. I also think that that sets up a better mental relationship with food. It's almost as if, okay, now I'm going to enjoy life, but because I enjoyed life, I now have to, you know, pay this price, do this workout that right. really sucks, you know. Right. Um, and I don't think that that's particularly great. So that's the basic ideas in terms of workouts. Uh, if you really wanted to push it out to Saturday, I think Saturday would actually be a pretty good day, um, for kind of longer endurance where, um, maybe a longer hike. Um, you know, if you wanted to do if you were programming, say, a CrossFit workout or something like that, that might be a good day for a 20-minute wad where people are getting a good sweat on. Um, but ideally, 
Max Friday is the way to go. So hashtag Max Friday. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the eating piece. Uh, we've already talked about, you know, and, and just to be clear, you know, I'm, I'm all for drinking and I'm all for, you know, uh, beer and wine and, and all those things. Just the question is, is how, you know, the more you overdo it, the, the right. longer you're going to have to pay that price. And then if you think that you're just going to under eat, that's not going to be necessarily the best way to go either. So Brian is saying, so our box is doing a turkey row the morning of Thanksgiving and 20,000 meters is doing it the day of yay or nay. No, that's what I said. Like, um, you know, I'm doing cardio the day of. Um, in terms of the day of, I think you're you're kind of missing a little bit of, you know, the opportunity that exists there, right? Um, the If you're active on a day where you're eating a lot of food, your body's going to absorb that food better and not store it as acutely, you know? Right. If you don't do anything, you know, you might have a little bit more of a storage issue, but, you know, in general, it's going to be a little bit more favorable if you have some activity. So I do like a cardio workout on the day of, it's hard for me to say, um, truthfully, um, because of that, that's just what I do. You know, is that, is that what you do as well? Well, no, I would say, I feel like I'm coming from a different perspective because I'm one of the cooks, right? So a lot of us, have a huge responsibility this day, which is getting all that yeah, food on the that's table. that's true. That starts at 6 a.m. You know, like you have to get the turkey in, you have to get the turkey prepped, you have to do all, there's a lot going on. So um, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm moving all the time because I'm, I'm moving all day because I'm cooking through the kitchen and, you know, but it's not necessarily a workout. Like if I'm lucky, um, I can schedule that. So, um, but it's usually not, it's usually not going to happen on Thanksgiving just because as the food prepper for, you know, all these people, you have a huge, you know, and clean the house, all this kind of stuff is happening. Yeah. Um, so Natasha. Which isn't bad because I mean, we also have, you know, like we have, like I view it as, I view holidays as it's a holiday. Right. And so. I'm not a huge strict tracker, logger, you know. Well, I but I bet it, I bet you get a lot of steps on that day. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like I am kind I mean, any person, any any human being who has done holiday prep, you know, been been one of the people in charge, you are like dripping with sweat through the whole day because you're constantly running back and forth making sure either food's taken care of or people are taken care of. Um you know, last minute things, running to the store, it's kind of nonstop. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm usually the running to the store person. Um, I yeah. think that's what... Well, there's a lot of people that don't have another running to the store person, right? Yeah, so you do. A lot of us who are that's what Tommy's for. Oh, he actually has to work um, because he has, he works at a movie theater and they're required to work every holiday. I should tell the movie theater story. I, I worked at a movie theater over the holidays and they, you know, basically say if you, if you don't uh, stay here, you'll have to quit. So, yeah. 
All right. So, so basically, um, I I eat around three to four o'clock. So typically, what I end up doing is, um, I have I've learned to have a meal right around noon. Now, normally, I, I'll delay breakfast. Now, there's a lot of people that get uncomfortable when they delay breakfast, so they they eat a little bit earlier. Um, that's perfectly fine. Maybe eating a little bit of a smaller breakfast and kind of a kind of a bigger meal if you eat your meal later in the day, or if or you... if you're the food prepper, you're tasting food as you're cooking it, so you're getting just little, you're getting snacks kind of, yeah, up into the big meal. You're sort of bringing in this whole new element that I hadn't really even considered. Yeah. yeah. Hey there. I mean, I would say probably there's more of us than you know. Oh yeah, my brother, my my brother-in-law does ours, right? So, yeah. um, we we're very lucky to just go to his house. Now, actually, my daughters are go, you know, they're vegetarians, so they're yeah. going early this year to make vegetarian options with him. Um, nice. So we'll do the Turkey Day five k. We'll um, which by the way is a lifetime thing, ironically, um, and it, so we'll do the Turkey Day five k. Then um, my daughters will go over there. What I normally do is, like I said, I delay breakfast. And then I have no, pretty much every single day I have oatmeal, peanut butter, and um, protein powder. So in the past, I would just try to suck it up and you know, make it to the meal and what would end up happening is I would end up just snacking like a little bit like what Sarah was saying, you know, where you start tasting and then you're, yeah. you're not just tasting, you're actually shoveling it in. So I think like yeah. in your, in your instance, a, a meal might actually make some sense too. So then you're not so aggressively oh, totally. tasting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a big, I like my eggs. Um, in the morning, they keep me kind of satiated, but I do like an egg with like three quarters or a cup of egg whites. Yeah. Um, with toast or a bagel or something. I always need something in the morning. Yeah. And so, um, so having that meal sort of tides me over. Usually, you know, we'll go to my brother-in-law's around 12 to 1230. So I'll have, you know, kind of that oatmeal and that'll tide me over. There is kind of this array of snacks um, that, yeah. that he puts out. And basically how that works is that my daughters say, Uncle Ron, I like this. And so yeah. when you look at this whole array of thing, it's all these things that they have told their Uncle Ron that they like. Um, so so it's, it's like this weird mix of yogurt, uh, yogurt raisins. Um, my daughter likes to crack walnuts, but nobody eats these walnuts. It's just that's so funny. Totally strange. Um, but he, he, you know, has like this chips and queso. And if you're hungry, right, and you start snacking on chips and queso at around, oh yeah, yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah, that adds up fast. Yeah, you you're gonna have two thousand calories in before the turkey ever even shows before up. Before three, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And so normally I will snack a little bit later as it's closer to the meal, um, but not too crazy, but kind of get in some of the things that I like to have, 
right? It's yeah. going, you know, for most people, Thanksgiving is going to be their biggest calorie day of the year, you know, oh, yeah, or, one sure. of, or one of it. And so, um, and we did have like someone talk a little bit about, you know, their, um, you know, aggressive sodium days and things of that nature. With the Interform, you are very conscious, you know, because we get it transferred over from MyFitnessPal or whatever food mm-hmm. logger that you're using. So we know what your sodium is, right? Right. And so coaches will give you hints and ideas on how to deal with that. But when we see somebody's sodium consistently at five or 6,000, I can tell you exactly what we know. What we know is that person is eating a lot of processed food. Yeah. Absolutely. And so if you're not more prepared, your sodium is going to get higher. And especially if you're, you know, kind of in one of these fat loss phases, sodium becomes a really big thing because if you're going to hold on to more water as a result of, of, of the, the sodium that you're eating or drinking or whatever, um, is not going to allow you to get kind of that water flush and use, you know, fat as, as energy or stored energy. And so part of weight going down is a little bit of water being released, right? So if water's artificially holding your weight up, that's not going to always be a good thing. And which is why you don't want to starve yourself after Thanksgiving, right? You don't want to just, okay, I've got to go super low, you know, carbs because I ate a ton of everything, including sodium. Well, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves there because I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that in just a second because, because they need to perform land. You know, we have days where you're higher and days where you're lower. Essentially what, you know, um, Thanksgiving would be would be a super day. Most people on each reform either have their super day on either Friday or Saturday. So in this instance, and then usually your low day is going to be the day before. So typically what we're going to do is just have people switch. And so their low day actually becomes um, Saturday and then their super day, super day becomes Thursday. Um is it low carb? It's not really low carb. Like my my carbs on right. my low day is like 299. You know, that's right. most people's like, oh my God, that's so many carbs. How do you get away with it? You know, um, it sort of depends on on your, 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 what you work out, how you do it, right? Right. Um, but in terms of the meal, no restrictions, right? Now, oh, I agree. Now, you know, I don't, you know, as most people know, or at least most eat performers know, I'm sober, haven't had a drink in over 30 years. Um, but I think one of life's greatest gifts is the ability to consume alcohol moderately, right? Um, mm-hmm. And to be able I would to, agree. Yeah, to, to be able to take that edge off. As a wine lover, I, I would agree with you there. Sarah's like... I aggressively agree. Um, But, uh, you know, I I think if you talk to most people that do have trouble with alcohol or, you know, really even something like, you know, maybe marijuana or things like that, we would have all loved to be able to do it socially, right? So um, not getting 
too carried away, I think is something that that uh, really adds to the experience. And then, of course, we all have those childhood memories where Uncle Johnny just let it go a little too far. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, so that takes away oh, from the experience. Yeah. Actually, you know, during the holidays, um, you know, my father-in-law kind of put the, the his foot down one year and was just like, look, every Christmas is becoming just this crazy fest, you know. And, a frat party? Yeah. And so, so you know, he instituted no alcohol. We, we you know, he's passed away. My mother-in-law has passed away. And now the paradigm for alcohol is, you know, it is allowed, but it's nowhere near what it was, right? Right. Um, so we don't get like the crazy um, people need therapy after Christmas sessions <laughs> right. um, anymore. Um, so in general, you know, I'm not going to go too crazy on Thanksgiving, but I'm not going to be restricted. I'm going to eat whatever I want on that day. You know? Exactly. Yes. Including all the desserts. Yes. Including <laughs> because the desserts. Because you have to sample every single one For of sure. the pies. Right. You can't so, just have pecan pie. So here was the other idea that I brought up in the article, and I think this is, is um, important, is that you should weigh yourself. Now... In the past, I've given the opposite advice for people that on a day like that, maybe you don't want to know. Right. I've changed my mind on that because, for one, I believe that weight, the expectation should be that the scale should go up. Yeah. And it shouldn't freak you out. Right? Exactly. But yeah. it does have another thing. So Withings sends you like these little updates. I have a Withings scale. And you know, they've you know they they've kind of pulled the scientific research on the idea. Um now for all I know that they've funded the studies, but it does make sense, right? Most of the people that don't weigh themselves don't weigh themselves because they don't want to know. Right. Right. And if they can view yeah. it as a data point, it can be helpful. You should expect that when you consume 7,000 milligrams of sodium, that your weight's going to be up. You should expect that if you're going to have four to five glasses of wine, your weight's going to be up. Right. Right. And so, you know, giving yourself all these weird messages, you know, when you're basically just being a human being and enjoying life, like I said earlier, I just don't believe that people should have that feeling. I mean, you know, you see this a lot with Halloween and you see this around Thanksgiving and Christmas and mm -hmm. stuff like this. There's all these lists that tell you all the things that you need to do to burn off four glasses or of hey, wine. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think the health and fitness industry needs to stop that, right? <laughs> because... All it's doing is setting up this relationship with food that that is poor. I think that, you know, when someone's talking about their weight being up after sodium, you know, that's just a water and doing issue, right? And within, you know, by, by Sunday, my weight's going to be stable, right? So on Fridays, um, so I'm going to eat most of what 
you know, what I'm going to do. It's a workout day on Friday. And so we have what is a medium day, which is, you know, reasonable calories. For me, you know, reasonable calories is sort of in the high 300 range, right? Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm going to eat so that I get a good workout in. And I'm going to be planning to be lifting for two to two and a half hours. So going into that fasted with a bunch of caffeine is just going to get me, you know, um, I just end up with blood sugar issues, not comfortable, not getting a good workout. Um, So Charles is asking a good question. Should we track on Thanksgiving or should we not? I think it depends on who you are as a person. I do not. Okay, but I'm not either. But I'm also not on fat loss, right? Right. So if you're if you're on fat loss and you don't track it, and then all of a sudden you know one day your weight's one sixty nine, and then the very next day it's one seventy seven, you know it'd be nice for coaches to be able to piece that puzzle together a little bit. But if you're in recomp muscle gain something like that, I'd say probably not. You know. Um, now if you're in recomp, you're in muscle gain and every single super day, your weight's up five to six pounds, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's really missing the bigger idea. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I'll eat relatively normal. Um, the big thing about, you know, if you're eating leftovers, you know, try to stick yes. just to the meat. You know, try to stick to kind of lower sodium options. Um, if you're going to have um, things, try to have things like rice would be better than, let's say, mashed potatoes that have cream and butter in them, right? I mean, all these people who think that, they, you know, when people talk about mashed potatoes, they think of mashed potatoes as a carb. Mashed potatoes is almost as much fat. It's almost like people saying that chocolate is a carb. Chocolate is fat. If you make them the good way, right? If you make them with heavy cream or, you know, lots of butter. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to have carbs, try to have carbs without a lot of fat. You know, it's going to... Now, I will say this. I will say, I do have to interject here because the day after and, and leftovers is a big part for me because I'm just, I'm a food lover and I love Thanksgiving. I only have stuffing once a year. So I will plan ahead for the things that I love. So Thanksgiving next, the day after Friday um, morning, I make like a potato pancake with my stuffing. And I kind of fry it up in the pan and I do um, either fried eggs or poached eggs on the top. But I plan ahead for that and and just like, you know, any meal you're looking forward to on a normal tracking day, if you plan ahead for it, just like if you plan ahead for to have a glass of wine, you can make those things work in your day. Yeah. So if... Let's say that I was having, um, we, we don't typically have, uh, so I am going to talk a little bit about people that have two Thanksgivings because I am one of those people that have two Thanksgivings um, and the strategy for that. But uh, 
in terms of, you know, if I was having something, you know, I would be cognizant of sodium, right? So I would opt for rice instead of um, stuffing. Uh, if I was going to have like a turkey sandwich, you know, kind of that cranberry sauce with the turkey sandwich and, and bread, you know, that's going to probably be fine. I would probably bring it down to just two meals, right? Because if I have, right. you know, three meals or, or three meals and snacking, I would yeah, probably, I, do agree with that. Mm -hmm. I would probably limit snacking on that Friday because, you know, that's actually, that's actually the big thing. It's not that Thanksgiving is the problem, right? It's that Thanksgiving happens, you don't weigh yourself, and then all of a sudden the door is open because Thanksgiving's one of my favorite weekends of the year, and then all of a sudden right. you have this four-day buffet fest, you know? Yes. And then you finally don't do that. And then you finally bite the bullet, right, on Monday to find out that you're eight pounds up. And people say, people saying, that sounds extreme. No one's eight pounds up. We see it every single day, right, where people have like these blowout meals. And, you know, if you're trying to, to, to kind of keep things under check, you know, it you will see kind of the, that big you know, holding on to water, inflammation, that type of thing. So getting in a good workout, I really do like the idea, by the way, of, you know, I'll probably be in the gym for two to two and a half hours, you know, really lifting. Like if I was doing max lifts, something like in the past, I've done a CrossFit total. Um, mm -hmm. Usually I'll do the CrossFit total. If I feel up to it, I'll do some drop sets after where you kind of lower the, the mm -hmm. weight and do um, more reps yeah. afterwards. I mean, Contacts. it sounds yeah, it sounds crazy because it's such a CNS load. But when you have that much food in you, when you've slept for nine and a half hours, a lot of times <laughs> going to the gym for two and a half hours feels awesome, right? Yeah. So that would be something that I would consider if I was people. But, you know, just to kind of summarize here, don't allow it to get to be this big, huge weekend fest where right. you're not prepared. That's the other thing too. Be prepared, right? So if you're yeah. gonna have, if you're gonna have, um, if you're going to have leftovers, you know, try and estimate a little bit more, similar to what Charles was saying. Where I would definitely be counting on those days. I would definitely be cognizant yeah, of. Pre of sodium on those days um and so uh so keep that in mind uh in terms of saturday you know i'm gonna play it by ear for myself i i just don't really see these big huge fluctuations that other people see just because typically if you know when you're doing kind of body building type workouts and you're not concerned about your weight being up a pound or two, you know, right. your, your weight's going to typically be fine by, you know, Sunday. If you wanted to have kind of a, you know, reasonable carb day on Saturday, um, if, if, you know, 
I think I think this is really good advice for everyone on weekends too, right? I agree. It's not the Friday that's screwing you up, or it's not the Saturday that's screwing you up. It's the Friday, Saturday, Sunday that's screwing you up. So if you turn Thanksgiving into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and right. and it just becomes like an off-the-rails fest, that's the kind of thing that people that don't have a level of accountability, you know, they feel almost as if they were attacked by the food. <laughs> like, like all of a sudden, yeah. you know, the, the stuffing in the turkey came out of the fridge on Sunday and just attacked them. You know, like oh, yeah. anyone that has a re reasonably responsible way. And look, I get it. I know what it's like. I was 250 pounds, you know. But when I look back at 250 pounds, I often wonder why I wasn't more than 250 pounds. I mean, I'm naturally... Yeah a high metabolism guy. I'm moving around all the time. I'm constantly walking around. That probably saved my butt. But, you know, when I look back at the amount of food that I was eating, you know, it, it was not a low amount of food, you know, and there was not a lot of activity involved. So when you start to eat, you know, an adequate amount of food, you start to realize an adequate amount of food is a lot, you know, and you can get to a 4,000 calorie point. You know, my calories right now right at about 4,000, 3,500 to 4,000. I mean, it's not near as much food as you think, you know, and so there's all these people that say, well, I, I don't really want to count because it's inconvenient. That's fine. Yeah. But what you're also saying is, is that you're, you're willing to be irresponsible at times. And then you'll right. see those same people then go, well, I'm going to go low carb. And then once they're low carb, the minute someone puts a cheesecake in front of them, boom, the whole <laughs> cheesecake's gone. You know, it's like, there's no reasonable land, you know? And so it's like a cartoon image in my head. Exactly that. Yeah. And so, so if I was, if, if I feel like it, if I want to do cardio, I would probably do kind of a longer hike, you know, maybe a ruck, something like that. Yeah, um, that would be so nice that weekend. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on how the weather shapes up. You know, it might be snowy here yeah. for all I know. Um, but that, that would typically be, and then that would be, I'd be a little bit more, you know, in, in the fats I do you know when my when my on my low days you know this sounds crazy to a lot of people that don't eat 299 calories on a low day but or 299 carbs on a low day um I still have to manage that you know and I still end up you know kind of you know delaying breakfast so I would probably you kind of have my oatmeal and then, uh, you know, do my hike and then go for a little bit yeah. of walk. But, I, I, you know, to be straight up with you, you know, I have a cardio and abs day, you know. Um, mm -hmm. If my cardio and abs day ends up landing on Sunday, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. I could actually do the math for you. You know, basically it's a four-day cycle. I do whole body, then I do ISO, then I do carbs and abs, and then I have a rest day. So... Um, 
Today is... I promise not to make a video of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so t t actually t yesterday, I ended up having to take a, a rest day. So today's going to be my carbs and ab day. But I mean, I could basically do the math and know exactly what, you know, my Saturday is going to be. So if Saturday ends up being a full body day and not a cardio day, I'm not going to try and force it because I had Thanksgiving. It's going to end up the same way it's going to end up. Right. I mean, that's where I think people get a little too cute and they think, well, okay, I'm going to put my food around my workouts and then my workouts are going to be great and my weight's not going to be up. That's just not how it works. Yeah. You know, the way that it works. I mean, works, Thanksgiving's going to Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and I mean, we're, we're, we're also talking about Christmas parties. We're also talking about, yes. you know, Christmas meals. So, you know, all of these things come down to managing them. And if you're someone that has fitness as a priority in your life, let the fitness do its job. And if fitness is doing its job, use those days as days to... You know, whatever you do, if you lift, lift heavier. If you run, run longer. Like, use it as a way, as a challenge to get better at exercise rather than this day that you're paying this price. Look, if right. you aren't a regular exerciser, you don't know what this is like. Right. When you're a regular exerciser and this is a priority in your life, it's not a burden. It's your reprint. Right. It's the thing that you go to that makes you feel better because you're becoming yeah. better as a human being. So if you, the other, you're yeah. holding on one second, if you don't work out much and you go to the gym and just hit the treadmill because you're paying the price, not only are you setting up a bad relationship with food, but you're actually setting up a bad relationship with being a human being, you know, yeah. because activity should be a part of your life as a human being, whatever that is right. for you, right? If it's paddle boarding for you, paddle board. If it's trampoline, right. trampoline. But do what you love and you will do it constantly. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, Especially this time of year, do what you love. Yeah, and, and it's funny because what you love changes, right? Yeah. Like I didn't, you know, when, when I started doing Everything Hurts, Everything Hurts as an example is the, the Eat Perform template that all members get for free. And it's yeah. a hypertrophy training program. And in 2018, there's some really cool stuff coming for you guys. You know, really, I mean, we're going to basically, you know, I hate to use steroids around a, a bodybuilding program, but... Um, it, it, it's going to be like everything hurts on steroids where we're really going to um, take it to the next level. So be looking out for those changes because that's going to be really exciting for people. But um, I didn't love everything hurts when I first started it. But when you're done with it and you look in the mirror and you go, my goodness, I, I look better than I've ever looked naked. You know, then, yeah. Then, oh, yeah then you get kind of hooked to it, you know? Mm -hmm. And the other thing that's interesting because we did, you know, when Sarah was gone a couple weeks ago, Mike and I did Everything Hurts podcast. And in that, he talked about awesome. he talked about the structure that he would suggest and that's why I went to the full body ISO abs and cardio rest day. What's been nice about that 
is that today is abs and cardio, right? Um, abs and cardio is almost like a rest day for me, you know, because, you know, when you're full body or your ISO, those are challenging days. Anybody that's doing everything hurts will tell you um, that's going to be difficult. I do have a few of the guys. Um, there's only like two of them at Lifetime that I have given everything hurts because I wanted to get some people kind of in my groove, you know. Yeah. They're loving it. You know, the ability to that's go awesome. on your phone and be yeah. able to toggle through those workouts and watch the videos. Um, yeah. Th that to me is, uh, is, a, the videos are super helpful too. Yeah. So, um, so I think what you love changes, right? And right. so, absolutely. so, you know, you might not be a paddleboarder, but then all of a sudden you start to paddleboard and you know, your relationship with that changes. Yeah. So, in general, you know, I'm going to do some kind of muscle building type of thing. I'll probably just stick to my plan. But if I wasn't sticking to my plan or if my wife says, hey, you know, I know yes. we usually like to max out on this day and she wants to do it 100%, I'm doing, it. you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also a big thing, too. Like, just like we talked about, the other element is it's a it's really a family weekend, you know? So, so being, you know, conscientious of that and finding some of those things you love maybe in your partner um, or your kids just to stay active would well, be a good idea. And then not only is it a family day, but it's also a weekend for rest. It's a four day weekend. Yes. You know, I mean, not in the reform land. We got a lot of reviews to do, <laughs> but it is a four day yeah. weekend for a lot of people. Um, and use that time to relax. Use that time to, yes. you know, be with your family. I think if you're looking for strategies to not have the stuffing and the turkey calling your name, you know, <laughs> while you're on the couch watching the football games, you know, they create DVR for a reason, you know, um, go out, have a hike, you know, get it off your mind because, Let's be real. When you're in the house, there's nothing to do. You're probably going to end up opting for food. And more often than not, you're going to opt for the most energy dense yeah. options. And so it's just going to carry out the thing. So having some level of moderation there. Like I said, on, on uh, Saturday is my lower carb day. Um, I don't know what is happening right now with my computer, but something like just major league changed um uh-oh yeah okay we're back but um okay. but yeah the um but don't like if you're gonna keep carbs relatively low on saturday um don't get them so low that you can't sleep <laughs> right exactly, where it's right. uncomfortable you're waking up every 30 yeah, that's minutes that's what i meant about don't do super low yeah like don't do that yeah yeah i i like the rei hashtag too like like get outdoors you know get out yeah. live life you know use it as a way to really be active 
um, and be with your family and go to movies and, and, and all the things that. No, don't go to movies because it keeps Tommy working through the holiday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what just happened to my computer, but I'm, I'm seeing the, um, one of the seminars that we did, um, Brad, huh. Brad and I, and interesting. Brad's eyes are, are hypnotizing me right now. So it's, <laughs> it's becoming difficult to do this podcast. Um, oh so I'm, I'm going to move the screen over Brad's eyes so I can oh my God, that's so funny. focus on the end of the podcast. It's, it's only funny to us. Right? Everybody else who doesn't know Brad, who doesn't know Eat to Perform, but in Eat to Perform land, it's really funny. Um, or relatively funny. Um, <clears throat> so Sunday, as an example, if Sunday were a rest day, I would probably be opting for a little bit more of an active rest day. You know, um, like I said, you know, the whole podcast has been about moderation. The podcast is about, you know, not using food as punishment or lack of food as punishment, not using exercise as punishment. You know, just really allow yourself, you know, when you look at the adaptation of how someone gets abs or how someone gets stronger, it's always the recovery. You know, when you show me someone that only sleeps three to four hours a day, I'm going to show you someone that probably doesn't have abs because they're going to hold right. more water. They're going to have some stress, things of that nature. You yeah. know, when you look at positive adaptations to the stimulus that you're trying to, you know, you know, get a specific result, you know, that comes from recovery. Use this weekend to do that, you know, and, and have that having that food. We'll start that good cycle, you know. Um, I will say this. This is something that is is just kind of part of who I am. You can take it for what it's worth. Um, during the holidays, I will be in bed at 9.30 every single night. Right, I plan my world around being bed at nine thirty. I mean, that's now for me. Like my kids are like, "You ready for bed? I'm going to bed." Yeah, I mean, and and if I don't, if I allow myself to look, I'm having a party, and I'm mm -hmm. at a party, and I'm seeing some friends and stuff like this. I don't blame you if you want to make the choice to stay a little bit longer. And potentially yeah. wreck the next couple days. And maybe it wouldn't for you. But we know what happens. We see literally thousands of people. You know, and we see what happens. Is they, they stay out past midnight. They're not used to it. They end up sleeping to 11. And then all of a sudden, they're short on sleep throughout the week. Their workouts are bad and things like that. I like seeing my friends. Okay, but my friends know that my priority in life is my recovery, my workouts. In fact, all of my friends have a similar idea. Yeah, uh -huh. I mean, so they start their parties at like four o'clock. You know, right. so they also we just, had, we just had that conversation. You know, my girlfriends that I do the wine nights and that we were trying like maybe this week, maybe Thursday night we'll get together. And as we're all talking about it, it's like. 
well, can we start at 530? <laughs> yeah. How early can we start? Yeah. But I mean, you know, I go to bed at 930, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, one of the, one of the tips, cause I have teenage girls, um, and I, I, I'd love to tell you that, that we're fully equal on this one, but my wife sleeps better than I do. I have a history of sleeping issues. So one of the ways that we do it, rather than staying up to wait until they get home from curfew, once they're home, they just come in the bedroom, you know, nudge one of us, when I say one of us, their mom, um, <laughs> just to let us know that they're safe, right? Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. And so um, that's that's something that uh, you know we obviously we're gonna always have our phones on, you know, when yeah. our, our kids are are gone. But that's one way to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So I think the big takeaway from this podcast is that. As you're living life, the goal is to stay even. I mean, if you're up a pound or two, you know, most people after the holidays, you know, gain eight to 10 pounds. That's kind of, that's kind of the range that we end up seeing, yeah. you know, from all the folks that want yep. to lose eight to 10 pounds after the holidays. If you can keep it to one to two pounds, you're winning, man, Right. So that you don't end up having to pay that price every January. Yeah. Sarah doesn't pay that price. I don't pay that price. Right. I, I got to tell you, you know, from my perspective, last couple of years have been years where I've actually been able to lose a little bit of weight just because things actually slow down in each form land a little bit. And so workouts are a little bit better, sleeps a little bit better, all the things that are favorable normally. I also don't drink, so that does help me a little bit. Um, yeah. When I eat, in general, I mean, like, Thanksgiving is one of the holidays where I'll allow myself to not, um, I don't know how to explain it, because I love, I love eating like that, right? Yeah. But it's not, it's not like five-star restaurant kind of food like usually if i'm gonna eat out of the box right i'm not going to want to just like i'm not going to go to the store and buy a frozen pizza if i'm gonna eat pizza right. i'm gonna eat the best pizza in the twin cities right agree yes. so in general if i'm going to eat outside of the box normally it's really good thanksgiving is sort of kind of like that guilty pleasure Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Home cooking, like yeah. the smells, the memories, the memories trigger smells that maybe not even be there that day. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I love I love the Thanksgiving that we do. My brother-in-law has always done a great job from it. Um, mm -hmm. Now that my daughter, my daughters both are amazing cooks, you know, they're vegetarians. Awesome. And so um, they've had to so learn fun. to sort of cook for themselves. And they become really good cooks in the in that process. Um, all right, so Sarah and I have to get back to reviews for you guys, but appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully, this was helpful. I know we were a little all over the map, um, and people that don't know us, 
you know, uh, I think tend to be a little bit more critical of that. But people that know us kind of know that we're just like that. Um, Yeah, and it's family time. Like, like I think that it's really important to also, like, one of the big things about Eat to Perform is always reminding everyone it's about a good quality of life. And this is part of it, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, like, to give you guys a little bit of behind-the-scenes action, we had someone say that, you know what would be nice? If we had a call and an agenda, right? And then everybody got a PDF, you know, and I, I was like, okay, we could just we could just stop right there. That's just not how I roll. Now, yeah. you know, as either form gets bigger and we have different departments and stuff like that, and you're a department head and that's what you like, that's how you like your meetings to run. Right. I like my meetings to run where people, you know, like for instance, uh, this would be totally within the realm of normal in eat form land is I might do a review and send it to Sarah and ask her for her opinion on my review. Right. Right. That's how we learn, you know, as a team is just basically allowing each other to criticize our, you know, each thing. And then I can say, Oh, that's interesting. I had thought of, I can't tell you how many times I see a review from Sarah and go, I'm definitely adding that in, you know, or something from Brad. Um, it is definitely, I I learned a lot from Brad (laughs) on a lot of levels, you know, Brad's intensity level is just different than mine. And so, um, those are things that I'd like to incorporate in my life a little bit more. I'd say, so Wayne is saying you should watch what you eat all year round. Consistency is key. Um, See, Wayne is saying cheat meals. Cheat meals means that you're cheating on your diet, which means that you're dieting. Eat Devorn, we don't believe you should diet all the time. I do in general agree with probably what Wayne's really saying is what Wayne's really saying without the whole, um, you know, negativity related to food that cheating is, right? Um, Yeah is that you should live your life in a way that's respectful of all the other days of your life, right? Right. And so if you're, you know, enjoying... That's a great way to say that. Yeah, if you're enjoying... I need to repeat that. Yeah, if you're enjoying your day, um, just, you know, make, make sure that, you know, like, am I going to feel like I'm going to have to pay for this for the next four to five days. Then, yeah. then, then you might. And want to I think with it. alcohol, I think that's a great thing for people to remember through the holiday. Like that is a that's an excellent kind of catch phrase. You know, be respectful of all your days. Yeah, be respectful of all your days. That's a that's a great way, Wayne. You should adopt that one. Be respectful of all your days. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, I mean, I remember cheat days so much, you know, like remember the whole, you know, you'd starve and then you would yeah. eat, you know, like I remember making lists of foods, you know, and I would so eat all those lists of foods. <laughs> yeah. And then I would have, you know, I'd have diarrhea for the next two days. Oh um, God. Uh, oh, it's just brutal. You know, sorry, sorry guys. Uh, I didn't mean to do that to you. But Luke talk is a normal thing that is eat to perform as well. Yes. I mean... If you're an adult and and you're uncomfortable with the word diarrhea, don't go to the internet. Because trust me, it's going to be bad. 
Um, Aren't there diarrhea songs? I mean, like all the cheat meal people are coming out. Uh, you know, <laughs> the if you're trying to reestablish your metabolism, you don't necessarily you're repressing your metabolism most of the time anyway. So right. you know. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about related to cheat meals. It sets people up for a horrible relationship with food. You should be having a metabolism the majority of the time. And so there you go. Cheat meals. Well, plus, each performers don't need a cheat day. We have a super day. Right. And we're eating that furthers your metabolism as you go anyway. All right, guys. Appreciate everybody being here listening. And have a great holiday. Talk to you later.